This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly Welcome to the Two Editor Nerd Comic Book Podcast, first Facebook talk show. We like to call it THN. Cover to cover for Saturday, June 23rd. Here's how it works. Every Saturday, from 1130 to 1230 Central, Standard Time, Joey, myself, and a random third head, this time, with the Wooly Toots, Jared Savitas. We're talking all things nerd, right here on the Faces Book. We take that, we smash it down, we sex it up a little bit, put some music in it, and then we put it on the internet. So you can be internet famous if you call us at 402-819-4894 and play along. If you don't have time to do that live, you can send us an mp3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com at any time, okay? And I don't care what it's about. This show, we go off the rails. We don't just do comics. We talk comics, but that's not the only thing we do. We're talking nerd crap. Today, we're going to be talking about Jurassic Park. Fallen Kingdom, I heard a a whole island blew up in this one, (laughs) and it was a thing. We're going to talk about the anniversary of Tim Burton's Batman, because on this day, 1980, it came out in theaters, okay? So this is the anniversary of Tim Burton's Batman. Does anybody, do we have a number on that? Well, it's 2008. Okay. It's 2018, I mean. Uh, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I know we've been time jumping, but... And the movie came out in 1989, so that's 29 years. 29 Holy. years of Tim Burton's stupid Batman. Oh, dude, I bet you... This is going to be great. We're going we're gonna... to... Hold on one second here. There's always one jackass calling well, early. Yeah, because Ketchum's already watching, dude, so I we know, know it's him. Know. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Be quiet for a second, okay? Before we get started here... <laughs> We're very professional here. Before we get started, I need Joe Patrick to reset the question of the week. I have it. This week's question comes from Phil Lee via the THN forums. Hey, nerds. I played the new God of War video game recently and couldn't stop thinking how much more awesome it would be if it were a Marvel's Thor game instead. I think I have to buy a PS4 just to play this goddamn game. Oh, dude. And there's a Spider-Man game coming out. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I dreamt of Thor, perfectly crafted from billions of pixels, wielding Yarnbjorn first, then the Mace Thunderstrike, and graduating to Mjolnir while fighting epic cinematic battles against his greatest foes like the Midgard Serpent and the Dark Elves. What untapped comic property could... Nope. What untapped comic property would you like to see translated into a video game? What game type or game engine would it be? Would it be a Sergeant Rock Call of Duty first-person shooter? An Iron Fist... Tekken-esque tournament fighter with all the Marvel martial artists, or maybe even a, a an Amethyst puzzle game in the vein of Bejeweled. I'm sorry, Matt, it can't be Crystar because that's a licensed property. Ah, uh, god damn it! They let Amethyst go though. They were just like, no, screw it. <laughs> no, like DC owns Amethyst. Crystar was a toy. Oh, line you're right. Crystar was like a, it was like another Hasbro thing, wasn't it? Okay, it's something I don't know. Well, let's get into it. The phone lines are open, and oh, what is this? We have a phone call coming in. Ding dong, ding dong, ring, ring, ring. Caller, you are on the air. Who this? JD got a catch. Uh, JD, there he is. I called it. Good call, toots. What do you want to rap about today, my man? Uh, the answer of the week. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Uh, so. I'm getting an echo. Somebody has audio on. 
I turned ah. it down over here. I don't know. Not this guy. Yeah, not us. I think it's on your end. Okay. Jimmy. I don't know what's it's going your on fault, well, Jeffrey. <laughs> and we don't hear the echo, so it's all good. That's cool. Uh, so my answer of the week would be, I think it would be awesome to have a Silent Hill style game based on Warren Ellis and, Warren Ellis and Ben Temple Smith's spell. Ooh. Nice. I don't know if I can handle that because Warren Ellis and Ben <laughs> Templesmith's fell was scary and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, the point, right? And the thing I liked about it was it never, ever crossed that line into straight up supernatural. It was always that just, you know, the thing about that was the scariest stuff in the world is people. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Ooh. I just think that would be awesome. Oh, man, I would be heavy into it. I mean, they could even like play it a little more like those Telltale games, like the Walking Dead oh, yeah, game yeah. and the Batman oh, game. Oh, that would be cool. I think Fell would work really well for something like that. Yeah. We would just have to make yeah. Warren Ellis like pay attention for 15 minutes and actually, you know, do one thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be way more story based oh, than yeah. anything else. Definitely. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to talk about a game I've been playing uh, a lot too much lately. Uh, as you guys know, I don't own a console. I do all of my gaming through mobile devices. Nerd. And uh, <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Jared, you might like this one because mm. you're a big RPG guy. Mm -hmm. uh, have you ever played Shadowrun? I have not played Shadowrun. I know what it is. I played and I'm Shadowrun. Well aware of it. Years and years and years ago, I played Shadowrun. Okay. Well, there is a on uh, both iOS and Android. I'm an Android user. There is a game called Shadowrun Returns. Okay, downloading and right now. In my <laughs> opinion, it is the best it RPG port to video game I've ever seen. I mean, it feels like you're doing the the, the tabletop or miniatures game. Okay. I mean, Neat. all of the mechanics are straight up RPG. I mean, you've got the character sheet, you've got experience points, well, they're called karma. Uh, all of the combat is turn-based where you move you know, spaces on the, on the, the map and then oh. choose your action. And, you know, depending on how many, what your range is and the damage and everything. And, but the world is just really rich and the story is cool. Like all of the cut, all of the load screens are like the scene description, almost like from a game master. Oh yeah. Cool. I am looking at previews of it right now. It looks fucking awesome what's it called it's called shadow run shadow run returns Return, yeah. for those of you who don't know shadow run was sort of a it was not sort of a, it was a, a cyberpunk role-playing yeah. game system and well, i want to see shadow run like first hit late cyberpunk 80s meets fantasy yeah uh, was, the, the, the storyline for the world is is in like in the late 21st century uh magic comes back to the world and you know people are being born elves and yeah. dwarves and uh, people who are already just normal people. There was something that they, at the awakening, there was something called goblinizing, which they literally morphed into orcs and trolls and set, you know, then go 50 years from there, from the awakening and the world has changed in so many ways. And so you've got this mix of high tech and fantasy and uh, the government structure is everything's owned by corporations and, uh, there's a really cool game mechanic in this, which there's a, a, a class of character called Decker, and they are basically hackers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. There are missions where you have to have a Decker in your team, and you break into a building, and then they have to hack into the system. And what I like about those missions is it's not just you know hacking, because the hacking is actually done through a different you know 
a different combat system. But when it's not that player's turn, the rest of them have to defend that guy. Cool. <laughs> That's fun. So you basically got to like kind of kind of circle up around him and keep keep the guards and everything from killing your hacker. This looks he's awesome. Pretty much useless in the fight at the time. <laughs> this looks totally awesome. Oh man, I am yeah. downloading the hell out of this. I couldn't <laughs> find it unfortunately in the Apple I couldn't in either. the Apple store. Um Dog. Beeps just Maybe. unplugged the uh, you happen. can also get it on. You can also get it for PC on Steam. Oh, there you go. And also, oh, the, uh, the, 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 the PC versions have a couple expansions. They've got <laughs> Dragonfell, and then they've also got uh, Shadowrun Hong Kong, which apparently the mobile adaptions <laughs> of those were horrible, and so they actually took them down from everything. But uh, they kept the initial Shadow One. They kept it in the initial Shadow One Returns for mobile. That is dope. <laughs> I'm going to download this and I am going to play this. <laughs> this looks awesome. Oh yeah, I've got a I, I've got a, a a human made shaman right now that I'm about ready to beat the game with. Nice. Oh man, nice. sweet. Nice. Well, good I luck with that. A, I think they made a Shadowrun uh, game on the Super Nintendo. If oh, I'm oh yeah, remembering yeah, correctly. It, absolutely. The, the the property made its rounds. It was sure. not good. Yeah, as I recall. No, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun game. Nah, revisit it. It was not fun. It wasn't good. Mm-mm. No, you were, you should have been Final Fantasying at that point if you wanted to play RPGs. Come on. My, you know, uh, the Shadowrun game, my, my initial uh, the experience video game with Shadowrun as an RPG, RPG no. was ruined because I had a horrible game master. That you know, and he was I, that's one. And thing he was I hate one of these the that, yeah. um, you know, he would make things just unnecessarily difficult for the sake of realism. Yeah. You know, you know, I had a character that I dumped a bunch of karma points into getting a cybernetic arm with a grappling hook. And the first time I used it, he he made me fail a strength test and pulled my arm off. <laughs> Jeez Louise. What an Come asshole. on, man. I have, what a complete <laughs> asshole. I, that's one thing I hate yeah. to hear the God. most is that like a, if a GM ruined ruined Jesus. it, like almost like turned somebody off from ever even trying again. You right. Know what I mean? like, it's like, oh, your cybernetic arm gave you cancer. Adam, you know, like fuck Adam's off. Got yeah. <laughs> I've heard I too mean, many every, experiences I like swear, that. Every gaming session ended with us arrested. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah it's like it's like he doesn't want to have fun <laughs> you know yeah well he, no he was having fun it was just at our expense you know he was just like well crime's hard so he was like the kurt vonnegut <laughs> of gms basically or was just like torturing his characters more or less. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah he just kind of kept going on like you know well, you know you know it wouldn't be easy to do all this so you've got you really have to make it hard and i'm like good hey, no you you make it you may you you match the difficulty level to the story. Yeah, you got to stop and you got to think. What if I were watching this movie? You know, at what point would it be like? Well, this sucks. You know, there's <laughs> nothing you root for. Yeah. these guys keep getting arrested. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that it, guy doesn't not, have an arm this anymore. Not, <laughs> this is not cops shadow run. All right, JD, <laughs> you know? we got to let you go here and move along. But it was very nice to All talk right. to you, sir. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, have a later. good one, Jeff. Uh, shout out to the chat, Nate Aguilar, Kyle Fox, Ethan Harrison. Good morning, good morning. Welcome, boys. Uh, plus, celebrity guest viewer, Jonathan Sims, creator of The Floating Bunny Head. Oh, shit. Oh, we shit. love that guy. I love that dude's comics. Johnny Go Sims. buy them. Good to have they you, They are man. excellent. Yeah, see, all you got to do is tune in, and we'll blow your stuff up on the internet. That's awesome. <laughs> he's, uh, he's like, going buck wild about his Shadowrun history. Hey, mm-hmm. happy birthday to the THN Consigliari, Ryan Forrest. Yep. Today. Oh, yes. Happy birthday, Ryan. 21 years old. <laughs> yep. He is a man now. Yeah, he's a whiz kid. 
He's at least, <laughs> Who knew it? He's at least 21 years old. He, at least. So, Jared, there was a major film blockbuster that hit. Summer blockbuster. It is not yeah. getting good reviews, but Jared. Yeah, sure. Jared enjoyed sure, it, sure. and he wants to talk about Jurassic Park for a second here. It's Jurassic Fallen World. Kingdom. Pardon me, Jurassic okay. World. I just call him Jurassic Blank because I want to call it Park. I st- right. I st- to me, because it really it is Jurassic Park 5. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, absolutely. All, they're all kind of a still, uh, like, they're connected. They're connected. What did you think? How do you feel? Um, okay, so, like, I was started to, okay. So, the minute the movie was over, my wife was like, that was dumb. She's like, that's the <laughs> stupidest one of all of them. And I immediately started defending it. And that's because, um, you know, I want to like these movies. So, uh, and, 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 you know, they did all kinds of little, like, um, homages to the very first Jurassic Park. And there, like, was some heavy connect. There's a pretty heavy connection part. Like, you probably wouldn't make the connection necessarily if you weren't really uh, invested. Okay. And um, But I did. And things like that make me like it. Okay, as opposed to when they do these little homages in the new Star Wars films, like the Abrams films, right? When they do little homages, they annoy the shit out of me. Okay, so I don't understand why I flop that way. You know what I mean? (laughs) Maybe it's because I love Star Wars more, and I don't want you to mess it up. As opposed to like JP, JP films, I just know what they are. Okay, you said you had a you had a process for watching these. I do. Your number one thing you need to do is remember that you will never, no Jurassic blank movie will ever, ever, ever recapture the magic no. from the first one. No. It's impossible. Yeah. You won't get it. So don't ever go to these movies thinking they're going to be good. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. So they have a license to be terrible is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Right? <laughs> Got it. They're, not, they're always going to be second place. Right. At best. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, you need to go in there. This is what you need from a Jurassic Park movie. You need to see a new dinosaur. Every really? film needs to give you a new one. And I'm not talking... Okay, the, a real dinosaur. A Can real on one. That? I don't... like because I'm not... Because, look, you're going to get... You're going to like, get a Satansaurus, dude. God. You're going to get it. Okay? Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. Now, that's like that's now the new thing, is like, you know, these gene-spliced super dinosaurs, right? <sighs> and... Carl and Carl Carl Smith and I were talking about it. Uh, we think that pretty much the third movie is going to be all super dinosaurs. Anyways, when you say super dinosaurs, you mean like what? that's like the Indominus Rex, right? No, but I mean like where it's a man-made dinosaur. So they set something up so you know, like the like, dinosaurs are now all over the world. It is Jurassic World, baby. Uh, boy, it is Jurassic World, uh, baby. Boy, okay. I saw a thing uh, on Twitter where somebody said, "Okay, Jurassic World three or six or yes. whatever you want to call yep. it." In the future, all the humans are dead. Dinosaurs have eaten well, everybody. There's little pockets of humans running around, but they've devolved into like the thing is, is there's type creatures. There's, there's the dinosaur a- scientists <laughs> find mosquitoes with human blood. Oh Jesus! It's like, and they genetically splice and create. Okay, Jeff Goldblum. There we go. Only he's <laughs> crossed with mosquito blood, and this is not a Jurassic oh. World movie. This is a fly remake. This is, oh God. <laughs> I saw that too. What have we it's done? Oh, what have we done? Blown. What have we done? <laughs> the seamless merging of two franchises nobody asked yeah, yeah. for. Well, you need look. You're gonna need. You need new dinosaurs every film and like real ones. Sure. Not like yeah. Okay. Because the spliced ones 
th- like the DNA created din- dinos didn't happen until uh, the first world movie. Right. So, you know, that's a new thing. But then that's going to be ongoing every single time, too. Right. The, this this Frankenstein's monster dinosaur. Seems to be where we're going because it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. first dinosaur park was so successful. Nothing went wrong. And uh, then it did, and we were like, well, let's do the park again. Yeah. And then that went wrong again. They were like, well, let's make yeah. super monster dinosaurs yeah. now. <laughs> and there's a That's Koopa- the thing. The park never even opened. No. No. <laughs> Not like, until World. went wrong before they world. even opened to the public. But then they opened it in World, and they were like, yeah. oh, man, this place is tanking. <laughs> Nobody cares about dinosaurs anymore. Uh, and uh, there is a there is another, like, story element that connects it to characters in the first film, and then, like, how those characters kind of uh, became separated and fell, you know, fell away, and like the story hook for that, I thought was, uh, I thought was cool and and like dark and twisted, and I was just kind of like, oh yeah, that could ruin friendships. Like, I, <laughs> and, and I like and I liked that. And, you know, okay. I mean, like I like like, like turns out Sam's Neil character fucked a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, Laura like Dern was not having it. Uh, this, you know, this a dinosaur that was, didn't you know, want it. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I, there, but you know, there's so there are you know there's dinosaurs out there now, and so uh, there's even like a hidden scene at the end of the credits. There's like a really quick one. Oh boy. So, but I you, don't know. Look, so you had fun with it. You enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I go wanting to see dinosaurs, and right. I go see wanting to see uh you know hair hair raising escapes from dinosaurs sure. and like you know that that's what i go to see these movies for Fair i enough. don't go to see like a story <laughs> okay cuz somebody that from from what i read people that enjoyed it were saying the same thing and they were saying like look it's better than a Transformers movie, but it is right on par <laughs> it, with know, Transformers it, at this point. It is where what it's just it is, like, dude. let's They're just, just fucking smash yeah. dinosaurs together yeah. and yeah. like and we'll have people in the middle and they'll spray guts all over the yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think? Did you see Jurassic World? Are you into this? You can call us 402-819-4894. We would love to talk to you about it. On the same subject of movies, it is the 29th anniversary of Tim Burton's Batman. Holy moly. It does <laughs> not hold up. It <laughs> I, just, I haven't gone back and watched it in it so long. It just doesn't. I watched it last week because I saw that the anniversary was coming up, and I, and I was like, you know what? I can't sleep. Let's do this. It, it is a very stylized film. It is a, still a fun version of Batman, but he is still very dark. You know. I mean, it holds up as a Tim Burton movie. It holds up as a Tim Burton movie. I will say that. Uh, now, I'm going to get real controversial here. Oh, no. Yeah. Say say it isn't so. I think Batman Returns, the third one, is my favorite one. <laughs> Batman Returns is the second one. Is that the second one? What's the one? Okay, is that the one with two with uh, Two Face and the Riddler? No, 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 no that, no, was, terrible. The that was terrible. Okay. That's oh, no, Batman second for, one. That's uh, the one with DeVito Catwoman and Devito. That one is. That one I is still fantastic. Love that one. I still yes. love that one. Yeah, really fantastic. And I like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. You know, it worked, and it was fun. And Prince did the soundtrack, which was cool. You know, and it just doesn't hold up. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. <laughs> I remember seeing it when I was a kid, and it just, like, melted my face. It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I saw it with uh, my brother, Matt, my older brother, Matt, and uh, he's, he's, like, five years older than me. And uh, um, I went with a bunch of his buddies, and they're, like, girls and everything. So I was, like, the young kid, like, high school kid with all these graduates and uh, college kids and like i was i was going nuts inside <laughs> you know what i mean i was like 
cartoon, comic book movie. Because th- this is the this is the time when you really didn't get comic book movies. We hadn't had you anything know? since like it's not a like Superman these kids movie. nowadays where they get one every six freaking months. Yeah, yeah. We had not had one since like a Superman movie. Right. right. Hold on now. There was the Punisher movie. <laughs> hey, Ugh. but I had to see that on was cable that because pre- it was rated R. Was Punisher? Oh, we went the Dolph Lundgren Punisher yeah, that, movie. Yeah, that was with Louis Gossett Jr. Oh yeah. That shit was ready to on. tell me we got a guy driving motorcycles around the sewers with a samurai yeah, right. sword. <laughs> guilty, you're uh, question, question from the chat. Quick, uh, gut reaction, first thought, favorite superhero movie, go. Uh, is We're talking superhero or we're talking comic book? Well, superhero movie. I'm I still, think it's, it's a superhero. The Dark Knight Returns. I, I, I just... I'm sorry, but like I, I realize it's a knee-jerk reaction. But goddamn, that movie is perfect. Oh, The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. You yes, mean. it's perfect. It's goddamn perfect. Uh, mine's Ragnarok. Okay. Superman a- the movie. Yeah, Superman the movie's right behind there for me. But, you know. Superman the movie, best superhero movie ever made. My favorite movie of all time. Okay. Sorry. Fair enough. Do not apologize for that, Joe Patrick. Uh, oh, the question came from Brett Merriman, by the way. Oh, Brett Hello, Merriman. Brett. Brett, you know what would be great? Call in and ask that damn question. I don't know if you've noticed, but we're uh, just sort of like three talking heads at the moment. Because <laughs> if it was f- favorite comic movie, like based on a comic, sure. comic book, comic strip, Flash Gordon. Favorite. It's a great one. I do love that movie. That's my, num- my number one. I do love that movie. And we're supposed to, they, they keep talking about doing a remake of it. But They've it's like, tried to re, rejuve Flash a few I mean, times. I, but, I don't you know, like sci fi had a series and I whatever. I want know. it, man. Like, if you could do a cool series, I would be into that, where they just tried to veer away from it a little bit and show us the further adventures of Flash Gordon or whatever. I'd be fine with that. But you just know that they're going to be like, all right, what band should do the soundtrack? I don't know. It should be somebody that rips, though. How about the <laughs> Foo Fighters? Like, ah, no. Hey, though. Maybe. <laughs> no. Look, Dave Grohl is cool dude. I like and, Dave Grohl. You know, he might just, like, do. How about Dave Grohl playing drums for Tenacious D, and Tenacious D does it? In. 100%. I'm down. <laughs> and do a comedic take on Flash Gordon. That would be fucking awesome. Oh. I'd be totally down and just like go full cheese ball. That would be rad. John Littrell just uh, said hi and hey, happy birthday, John. Yesterday. Yesterday was Littrell's birthday? Yep. It oh was. Wow. 52. He looks great. <laughs> he, he looks great looks for 52. Great for 52. All right. Since any of you jerks are calling. The new 52. We forgot to play a couple voicemails last week for our Father's Day show. <laughs> do it. So yeah. let's do this. Let's hear from Willowa real quick. She oh, emailed yeah. in. Oh, yeah. These are always fun. And she was like, she was like, what the fuck, you guys? She was <laughs> pissed at you. <laughs> oh, and sorry. Yeah, calls. And Willowa gets bumped. She can be pissed again. She gets bumped. Thank you for calling. Oh. THN, cover to cover. Call her. Who dis? It's Brett Merriman. How are hey. you doing? Uh, all we had to do was rib you a little bit and you call in. Oh, I shame. I guess. Shame. I'm a Yankee target. <laughs> What do you want to rap about, Brett? Well, Joe, well, Joe Patrick's right. In 1978, Superman is the best movie of all time. Also, Chris Nolan has said that to make his Batman, he went to the original Superman to see what worked there. All-star cast, start with the origin. Yeah. Cool. And so do, you would not have The Dark Knight without Superman the movie. I don't that's, disagree. That's how I, that's how I look at that. I don't disagree at all. Hey, are you uh, reading the Man of Steel by Bendis? Yes, yes, yes. We both How are. How do you feel about it? I'm, I'm, I'm only three years in. I know I should be rather long, but um, are we supposed to spoil anything? I, we can't spoil. No, I, th- I think we can talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. I mean, I feel like the people that are watching this show are probably reading these comics pretty actively. So, uh, did they really kill Kandor? Is that, that going to be reversed in some crazy way? I don't know. 
No, I think they smashed it, dude. Really? Oh, jeez. Yep. I don't know. What? Well, like, he, like, walked in and said, hey, can I, uh, can I destroy Kandor because you guys just have it on a shelf? Is that what he <laughs> said? I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like, uh, Kandor should not be in a place that you could accidentally knock it over while dusting. Question. <laughs> why is Kandor still in a fucking bottle? Out of sight, out of mind, man. Figure out how to enlarge it. We can't. So we've got the we've got the the debigulator, but the rebigulator is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) That was a Simpsons (laughs) reference. (laughs) Like, like, let me get this straight. You can shrink stuff. You can't blow it up. Like, well, the the debigulator was uh, one thing, but uh, rebigulator. That's just ridiculous. (laughs) Well, he clearly uh, dropped the ball. Superman should have been working on this. Day one, yeah. So he, uh, he, he's just lazy. He realized what he was. Yeah, or, you know. or, dude doesn't give a shit about Candor, and he's just like, damn, eh, don't care. Hey, just saying it. He knew he knew every name of every citizen in Candor. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he wore his, like I, his I don't care to you cape when he went to visit Candor. <laughs> oh yes, timely, timely reference. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, hey guys, uh, I'm really working on it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I'll get back to you. No, I'm totally working. Meanwhile, on he it. doesn't want any other Supermans running around. <laughs> I am very so much Joe, uh, enjoying. So Joe knows Man more about Steel. Superman than anyone, or he's closer to me on this than anyone. Joe, do you like this comic book or not? I love it. I think it's very good. I do too. Um, I, I, I don't know where he's gonna end up going with it. Um, I, I'm really intrigued by what's going on, uh, in the background with, uh, John and Lois and, uh, friggin' Jor-El shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, compared to the two short stories he did before this book came out, which were mediocre to terrible. Uh, yeah, this, I think this is, so good. I, I think he really captures the essence of, of Superman. Um, the last issue was a little tedious cause it was all, you know, it's the all punching issue, but, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it overall. You have to do the all punching issue though. I mean, Superman always has. Sure. An all-punching I mean, he's issue. a big scary Hulk guy with a yes. messed up face. Come on. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's very good. Uh, do you enjoy it, Brett? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like, I'm not as aficionado as, as much as you guys, but I always want a polite Superman, a yes. Superman who sees the positive and everything and yes. doesn't need to pose. And I think yeah. this guy is that, so I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah, I think exactly. Bendis has exactly. injected just enough of himself into the story that it feels human, it feels real, it feels like there's stakes, but it's not Brian Michael Bendis doing Brian Michael Bendis as Superman. You know what I mean? And he's adding a lot of Yiddish words into it, so it's definitely it's uh it's his thing, right? Yeah, a yeah, little bit of spot. Uh, yeah, uh, you there's know, one other one in there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brett, thank you for your call. It's always good to talk. All to right, you. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you All soon. Right, okay, take it easy. All right, Willow Wah hit us last week. Let's see what she's got for us. <laughs> That's like her rap tag. There's always like an owl in the beginning. Question of the week on favorite blurbs. Blurbs is such a fun word. I'll leave the precise superhero references to the more learned nerds and just give a lifetime achievement award to Evan Dorkin for the various blurbs, proclamations, yes. and full on yes. threats from his deranged duo, Milk and Cheese. While classic recurring bits like 
They hate what you hate, and they hate you. And dairy <laughs> products gone bad. Grace every cover. Most issues had other inspiring rallying calls, like God made us funky. Society is to blame. And my personal favorite, onward towards mayhem. And since I missed last week, I'll go ahead and suggest a lighthearted, family-friendly animated reboot of Milk and Cheese to bring these characters back to the masses. Aww. Then we can sit back and watch as they lose their minds when they go back to the source material and expose themselves <laughs> yeah. to the drunken, violent misanthropes we all love. It's just the kind of prank dairy products gone bad would love. Later, Gators. <laughs> I, I forgot about they hate what you hate and they hate you. <laughs> that is a fantastic yeah, blurb. Yeah. That's good. Great answer. God made for us both funky. For the, for the cartoon and everything. That's great. I love it. I love it. Oh man. Uh did you guys did you not play any voicemails last week? No, we didn't. No. I got a few here to play. So we got Scott Clark. We got one from Marcus. Yeah. We got hung up on heavy yeah. crap last we week. We got one uh, from Randy, but he actually called in, right? Yeah, we talked to Randy. It was All dumb. right. He was just pimping his uh, panel at O-Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to pimp it again? Hey, nerds. Uh, oh, sorry. Scott Clark. Take it away. Here we go. Uh, this is Scott from Cargo Falls, Ohio, calling in for the question of the week. And if you know me, you know where my answer is probably going to go, because all answers to any of these questions point back to the Fantastic Four. And yeah, I understand. Reed Richards is definitely not the best dad in the world. Let's not forget <laughs> that he actually induced coma in Franklin because he thought that Franklin was his power was too great and it was going to destroy the Earth or something like that. I can't remember the details, but I do remember uh, that back in, say, like the, the early hundred. So, yeah, he's not the greatest dad in the world, he's but he's definitely dad. the coolest dad in the world. I mean, what dad do you know that can take their kids on a field trip throughout time, you know, and visit dinosaurs in uh, the colonial period and I, stuff like that? that Come on. Yeah. Again, it's a fantastic <laughs> four. Like I said, all answers have to point back to that. But that's not really the reason why I'm calling you guys um, uh, or at least sending you a message. Um, I'm I really I kind of want to ask you guys a favor. And here's my favor. Uh, basically, uh, there was brought up to me a, a, a subject of debate and I was kind of hoping that you guys could uh, weigh in on this and, and you know settle the debate for uh, me and my co-worker. Okay. Now here's the debate and it does tie into Father's Day. It's about the Incredibles movie. Now I don't want to give sides. I'm, uh, all I want to do is really give you the debate in a couple bullet points and then you guys go with it and then see what you guys say so that we can end this argument. But it was basically about Mr. Incredible. Uh, in, in the Incredibles movies, the point was made that he is a dreadful, terrible father. And now here's some of the bullet points that I want to point out. First off, it was brought up that he is a middle-aged man and he is going through a middle-aged crisis and that the, the argument was made that, yeah, he was making dumb decisions, but at the same time, they were forgivable, especially at the end when he finally became that attentive, caring dad that uh, the audience knew that he was going to be. The, the other point that I wanted to give to you guys is that he did do some very deplorable things. He kept a lot of secrets from his family, especially his wife, as a context to uh, the offer that was made to go to the secret island. And he just continued to make really bad decisions. Uh, there was a point on the island where the the villainous uh, made a pass on him. And if, if it wasn't for being called away, uh, if it was for that split second more, he would have probably committed some infidelity. So oh, those on. are the arguments that, that both me reaching. and my coworker had uh, on both sides. And I was just kind of wondering how you guys weighed in on that. Uh, is he the world's most terrible dad? Or was he just 
just struggling with middle age and trying to make sense of it. So uh, if you guys could debate that for me on air and so I can send it to her, um, I would really appreciate it. But uh, that's all I got for you guys this week. So I guess I'll talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Okay. Yeah. In in reverse order. I think we all have Thank something you, Scott. to say. <laughs> I am throwing out, I, I, I'm i saying, court of law, I'm throwing out the argument that he would have cheated. We don't know. Yeah. That did not happen. He was clearly uncomfortable when it came down, and he was just like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, I mean, whatever. But he did not do anything wrong. There is no thought crime there. I'm throwing that argument out. I have not seen incredible uh, the Incredibles in years, uh, so I don't ever remember thinking that he was kind of a bad dad. But he wasn't. I do agree. I think I followed on the side that he was having a, some sort of life crisis. Yes. Yes. Not I, ne- maybe not necessarily about his age, but because like everything. No, it, he everything. had this life that was taken his, from his him. Age right? was definitely behind it. it. There was an existential. Like middle aged superhero. Crisis. Yes, but it was also the fact that superheroes were blacklisted and yes. that right. he was it, working it, a horrible, uninspiring job yes. that was killing his soul. Yes. Like that yeah, he was, it didn't it didn't have anything to do with how old he was. No, it was, was the fact that he had this great was, life as a crime fighter and then he was forced into this domestic tedium yes there's a little bit about being old because there he is because he was forced he's out of shape and he has to try to get right. back in he was shape forced into this sure. typical middle-aged guy yeah so his crisis would have been even worse because it's not like oh my glory days are behind me i was a good high school football player no he was a goddamn superhero and you know? I, I also feel that all of this made him human yes it made him very it human. made him uh relatable and human. right and so that's that's I give it, whatever, dude. He's just human. So he's just experiencing things that you would see anybody else experience. Did he keep some secrets and, from and his family? Yes. Yes. But like he also did human it would. to keep them safe. It was illegal to be a superhero at this point. You couldn't do it. And he was like, you know, I don't even know if I can do it. So I'm not just going to rope everybody into this. No. Did he make some bad decisions? Absolutely. Do we all? We all do. Yes. At human. the end of the day, good dad. Good dad. I guess you guys are just bad dads then. He was just—he pre- <laughs> was overprotecting I admit his family. I'm a bad dad. He was overprotecting his family, and in doing so, lied to them about some things. And yes, drug them—you know—kicking and screaming into the situation. Sure, but he realizes they're all perfectly capable of taking care of themselves, and he was undercutting their own power and their power as a group, as a family, because he was trying to do it all. He, he's but a man. he also he's wanted to support his son's superpowers yes and was being stymied by his wife who was like we can't yes and so like he was trying you know he was doing his best to be a good dad yeah within the boundaries that were set for him yes i'm saying good dad joe patrick yeah good dad yeah you know life crisis that was the debate is he a bad dad or is he just going through a tough time send it to your friend tell her she's wrong good dad (laughs) there you go all right John Littrell uh, can't call in. Don't know why, because the time it took him to post all this bullshit, he could have called us. Of course. Right. Uh, but he's got two comics that he wants to do as video games. The first is Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the one Kurt they, Busiek, they wrote Dragons, Carlos Pacheco right? yeah. book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says it's just begging to be a game. Was it, was it World War One? Sort of. Or, or two. It was kind of, yeah. It was sort of like World War One with dragons. Yeah. Right. And, 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 he, and he specifically and mentions like the idea of having huge 
dragon aerial battles. Cool. And it'd be an adventure uh, RPG. Aerosmith would be an action RPG adventure like Dragon's Dogma. Which I loved. Dragon's oh, Dogma yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. And his second idea, uh, since we, this is a quote, so I assume he's talking to Jared. Yes. Since yeah. we were just talking about XCOM the other night, give me a turn-based strategy game with BPRD. Think of all the rad monsters to fight, Wendigo, Frogman, Cultists, Tentacles. I like it. See, now, but that's where I get hung up a little bit because uh, when I was working on my answer for this question, I immediately was like, Hellboy, Conan the Barbarian. Well, they both had video games on the Xbox 360, and they were both not good video games. They were terrible. Although, in the Conan game, you could make your breasts ridiculous. No, no, that's the new one. That's the new one. The, the old one. The, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the new one's the, oh, the, is the one, one that's the got like the superior dong physics. Had, okay, yeah. had boobies in it. Yeah. Because like they were trying to ride off of the uh, earlier God of War movies. Okay. Uh, God of War games where it was like, he has sex and there's nudity. Yeah. And so the Conan game was like, we can do it too. We got right. chained up slave girls and we got Conan's going to romance this broad. She'll take her top off <laughs> in a little cutscene. And so, uh, you know, I took those out of my equation because they had video games. Hellboy had a video game yeah. and it wasn't it good. It was not good. And but the question wasn't would you remake a video well, game? Well, I mean, I suppose you could though. If you could come up with a better one, I would expect I went so so I went somewhere else. I chose okay. a, a different property. All right. So the BPRD though I did initially think of that. I was like, "Oh man, a BPRD D game would be awesome. Then I was like, well, in the Hellboy game, you did get to play as Liz and you did get to play as Abe. Yeah, it wasn't so good. isn't that a BPRD it wasn't game? Good. Whatever. Cup two men. <laughs> okay, we got a voicemail from Marcus here. I have no idea what this is about. I can't even tell. It's all gobbledygook. Could go, it could go anywhere. He's a goddamn weirdo, this guy. I love him. God damn, is he weird? <laughs> hey, this is Marcus. Um, I was wondering who you guys had in the World Cup to win and your favorite fictional sport. I missed the first bit. He wants to know who we think is going to win the World Cup. I don't know because I, I don't pay attention uh, to soccer. Sweden. I guess I'm kind of voting. <laughs> I, I'm going to root for Mexico. They're our neighbors, right? We should root for... Our, I, want, I want the Swedes to win. I, I feel like we should root for Mexico. They're the closest to us. Come on, guys. You know, it's our neighbors. Sure. Well, does uh, uh, Slytherin... Okay, Slytherin. Uh, <laughs> you would root for them, you asshole. Hey, man. I mean, they're just they're they're very focused and uh, uh, goal oriented. Favorite fictional sport? I'm a, I'm a Hufflepuff, dude. Favorite I'm with fictional the huff, sport? With the just a second one. Yeah, you know that Hufflepuff is fucking stoned all the time. All those yeah, kids. Here's the other thing. Yeah, but all the macho it's dudes more like, like Hufflepuff. I want to be in Gryffindor. Right? Yeah. I want to be in Slytherin. All the babes are in Hufflepuff, dude. Man. That's right. Put me in Hufflepuff. <laughs> That's where I belong. Uh, favorite fictional sport? Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I got to think about it a bit, I know mine man. instantly. Oh, I, I know. I got mine now, too. Okay. Go ahead. From the movie Blood of Heroes with Rudger Hauer, man. Remember that shit? Do you blood ever see that? Heroes? Blood, the blood of Heroes? The Blood of Heroes. And it's in an apocalyptic wasteland. Okay. And they have the quick. You have one character is the quick. And they have to run uh, the skull. It's a skull. Okay. And it's like a dog skull, I think. And they have to run the dog skull across the field and deposit it on the other side of the field in the enemy's 
part. And then you had a dude with a chain, like a chain, and you'd whip it over his head. And you'd, he'd guard the quick, right? So the okay. quick could hook up. And you swing in this chain, and you're like, you don't want to get close to get waxed with this chain. And then you had, uh, what were the other positions in this? The Bloody Heroes, 1989. Yeah, dude. That's my favorite. I because don't, we did. I never uh, saw this We movie. played it in high school. We were like, we're playing this game. And we made all the horrible weapons. Oh, Joan Chen was in it, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. She was the quick. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then Dog Boy was the first quick, and they broke his leg. And she was following the team, and she's like, let me be your quick. And they're like, we got a quick. And Dog Boy was like, yeah, man, I'm the quick. But they're all like, she's like, your quick is fucking broken, dude. <laughs> Look at him. His a, leg is broken. Here's he's, your summary. A Mad, Mad Max-esque post-apocalyptic world provides great. the backdrop for a brutal futuristic game resembling football. Yeah, dude. Rutger Hauer plays a disgraced former star leading a ragtag group of juggers to <laughs> one of juggers. the remaining nine cities for glory and redemption. Oh, man, I got to see this. You need to. You'll love I it. I have got I'm to see you. this. Okay, my favorite fictional sport, Booyah Baseball. Booyah Baseball? Yeah, it is a, it is a play on Booyah Base, yep. which is a uh, fish soup, basically. Okay. And baseball. Alf Play, was a huge fan Ow, of it. This is, this is a, from the Planet Melmax. This was Melmax's favorite <laughs> sport. Melmax. It was baseball with fish, basically. <laughs> uh, so they threw a fish, you hit the fish, you ran out, and then in the seventh inning stretch, they let a bunch of cats come out and eat all the oh, fish that were on the field. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but then did they eat the cats? Absolutely. They were fattening the cats up, oh. and then they served the cats in the stands a, like yeah. hot dogs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Booyah Baseball, baby. <laughs> I loved it. That was from the ALF cartoon. Now, he mentioned Booyah Baseball on the show, but the ALF cartoon, so far superior. I love the ALF cartoon. The, cartoon the ALF cartoon was a prequel. It actually took place yeah, on yeah, Melmac. It was on okay. Melmac, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, is the running man a sport? Yes. Yes. Are you kidding me? Because <laughs> I fucking love the running man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Schwarzenegger Joe. the running man. I love I mean, it. Okay, time out. We have to have this discussion. Was it a sport or was it a game show? It's Ooh, a game show, actually. It's a game yeah, show. Okay, I mean, Richard Dawson well, was the host. It was a game show. Is right. American Ninja uh, Warrior a game so, show? No. That's, like, I suppose it's, it's a, a sport. American Ninja know. Warrior it's is a, absolutely a sport. American I mean, I think, it, I think it's more of a game show, dude. American Gladiator, right? No. Oh, American Gladiators, yeah. Game show? Sport. Game, game show. Because you won money. American Ninja Warrior, you just and, win, and, like, fame. Okay, and, 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 and in Running Man, you won freedom, right? Yeah, you won freedom. Okay, so I guess Game, game Show, show. Game Show. Shit. Come on, fictional so, sport. I, mean, it, it, I like where your head's at, though, Joe, very much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it might be pretty lame to say, like, Quidditch, but that sport is no, man. so detailed. Yeah, like, they had everything. They had rules. They had scoring systems. Like, they thought about Quidditch, man. And death, dude. You could die. You could friggin' die. You, you could oh, yeah. Die. And that's part of, like, why I like it is, like, it, it, these kids get so fucked up. <laughs> it's like, why, are this, why is this a game at a high school? <laughs> We're um, wizards, though, man. We can take it. Yeah. Uh, second favorite, uh, basketball. Okay. Basketball. <laughs> because that game was actually really well thought out, too. Yeah, basketball. I mean, that movie is stupid as hell but like they really put some thought into that game i kind of loved basketball it was great uh so people are saying in the chat that uh they're trying to call in and it's not coming yeah, through dingo said he can't oh get let me reset yeah dingo and ethan both said they tried to call okay let me reset uh phil lee the founder of this question says uh cyberball cyberball he says he tried calling too with a little crying emoji dude it, we are he okay, is crying i have just reset it call 
I don't know what the deal is. I didn't do anything different. Call, you jerks. It keeps going to voicemail, he says. Weird. Call now. It's it's. I've got everything set up. I'm going to reset the page and everything. And keeps going to voicemail, Ethan says. I thought the air was a little dead. I was like, Yeah, man, so did I. People have had it. Like, man, they hate us. They've had it. And I feel like we're killing it. I feel like we're so good at <laughs> it. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Ringer's on. <clears throat> Joe, do you want to do Let me test it real quick. All right, all right. I mean, it should be working. I just reset the page and everything. It went straight to voicemail. What in the frig? Reboot your computer. That's the that's what happens every time. Uh, you have to reboot your computer. I don't think it's that. I'm never. Here we go. <laughs> Shut up, Joe Patrick. What do you know? Oh, Darren Neely's got a good answer. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. It's good to have somebody finally get through. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian hey. Domingos. Hey, he made it. How you doing, brother? Good. What's going on, guys? We are kicking it. We were talking this, about the 29th anniversary <clears throat> of Tim Burton's Batman. We were talking about Jurassic World. And we are just recently talking about your favorite <clears throat> fictional sport. Yeah, I was watching that. I, I I, don't know. I can't think of one. Yeah? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's an answer. And, like, I don't know, maybe next week I'll have one. But okay. I, I, I know there's something somewhere where I'll go, oh, that's the right one. The challenge. But I, I don't but know. Maybe Off the like, top of my head, I can't think of it. Okay. Maybe the champions or whatever. What was it called? The uh, Contest of Champions. I think that's a good the one. The Contest of Champions. Yeah. Well, that was forced. It, it was forced. Really it's still a sport, sport man. Mm. No, it's not a sport. To the guys that watched it, it was. To Arcade? Yeah. He and, loved well, it. And, uh, what, who were the, the two dudes? The Grandmaster. The Grandmaster and, and, and uh, yeah. the Collector. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> sport for them. They gambled uh, on it and everything. No, that was like a game show, though. That's like American Gladiators. I mean, I suppose. Like they, they were fighting. That's not a sport. <laughs> They were forced. Well, they mean, were forcing it, you know, the heroes to fight. That's in not a sport. Stakes, in the first one, but, they were you know. they were trying to get prizes in the first one, right? Yeah. Well, UFC like, is a sport, right? Those yeah. guys fight. Boxing's a sport. Those dudes fight. Boxing's barely a sport. Wrong. <laughs> Boxing is absolutely a sport. It's just fixed. I thought it was a sweet science. Isn't that how that works? It's also <laughs> yeah, a sweet, it's sweet science. science right? It's also a sweet science. Yes. What'd you, what'd you call about? Yeah, there, what Brian? do you want to talk about, Dingo? Let's wrap. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, <laughs> I forgot well, what you were doing for a second. Uh, we're not doing this work <laughs> yeah, for no, you, man. Come on. <laughs> I, I, again, I'm not prepared for the, the question that we didn't discuss ahead of time. Um, the uh, Where are all of our Daredevil games? Oh, good yes. question. Good question. I mean, like, there haven't been any. Like, he's been in a couple. Like, it's like a background character or, like, I don't know. He may have been playable once or twice, but like the fact that we don't have like a Grand Theft Auto like slash Telltale like Daredevil game where it, he swings yeah. around and beats up ninjas and, tur- and you know you can put Turk through a window and it have like, to be a Telltale. Oh, like, why haven't they done that? How else would you do the courtroom scenes? Okay, okay. It looks well right. There, there was a there was a planned Daredevil game. Like there was there was concept art and everything for it, but it got scrapped. But this was years ago. There was a full on 2003 Daredevil. Game Boy Advance game. See, but it wouldn't Ugh. have it wouldn't it was have the, on, any of the courtroom drama. No, no, no. This came out at the same time as the Ben Affleck movie. Basically. Yeah, right. So yeah. it's yeah, yeah, and it looks awful. Okay, so there have been no Daredevil games then. There's only been that one. <laughs> no, there have been no Daredevil games. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, that, that's uh, fair. Daredevil is I mean, the it, sort of character that screams out for the Batman Arkham Asylum yeah, treatment. Totally. Because yeah. detective mode, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For his radar yeah. sense. That'd Come be on. Rad. That'd yeah. Be rad. And you could do little blips. 
send out the ra- ra- radar. Bloop, you could bloop, also bloop, you could get like some crazy achievement if you play the whole game in blind vision or something. Oh, ro- yeah, right. Oh man, right. come on, <laughs> we're writing it for you. Come on. Yeah, I I'm fully either, in support of a good Daredevil either, game. Yeah, no, th- I think that would be awesome. Or like a you know Ninja Turtle or X Men style like Defenders beat em up. Yeah, oh, side scroll. Oh, like uh, the yeah kind of. Uh, Top down, like four dudes, double dragon style, four yeah. dudes rolling across the screen. <laughs> Say what you will, man. Absolutely. All those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games were kick ass. <laughs> they were kick yeah, ass. Those were pretty the, awesome. the arcade style ones are yeah, good. Yeah, Turtles in Time was fucking awesome. God, I love that game. Yeah, uh, I do love that X Men game. Yeah, that X Men game was fun. The only video that game ever fun. made to start Dazzler. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. That's true. She <laughs> may be my favorite X Men too. Ultimate Alliance was a pretty good time too, and it was the same type thing where you like ran around with your team of four and just like beat shit up. You would just save. You would just save Colossus's attack for like enemies, so he could yeah, just yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically did like the Hagar <laughs> from Final Fight, where he like spun around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can see Luke Luke Cage doing that, you know, swinging around and totally. You got some kung oh, fu sure. moves, and you know, Jessica Jones punching people through windows. Totally, and stuff. Luke Cage was oh, constantly. Do, what are we my... waiting on? Let's just do this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's no excuse. Yeah. Come on, guys. Luke Cage was constantly in my team in Ultimate Alliance. Luke Cage and Hulk, and I named my team Rage Cage. Like that was <laughs> the. They were always in my team. Always. See, I was unable to put characters that didn't work together in the comics together because i'm such a fucking wonk like that <laughs> well but you got I, bonuses if you did but, yeah but I, I had to unlock the world war hulk costume so i had you okay. and i had to unlock the classic luke cage fro and yeah, like, yeah, yeah 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 so i had to play them all the way through the game but to get those unlock, costumes i thought you unlocked that playing with like all the street level characters no you like, whatever it was it was like cage i remember spider woman was in my team too because i got unlocked her shield outfit I'm trying to remember who my fourth character was. I can't at all. Might have been Wolverine. Outside the ladies' team, I loved it. It was like <clears throat> Carol yeah, Danvers. I, I never, oh, I Ms. never Marvel. cared about Ms. Carol Marvel. Danvers until that game. I thought she was yeah, cool in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had She-Hulk, yeah. Spider Woman, uh, Invisible Woman, and uh, Captain Marvel. That was my ladies' team. They were fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Daredevil. I love it. I don't know why they haven't done it. There's no excuse. Yeah, no, they should. And we have a runaway hit with Netflix, so it's not like people are like, oh, I don't know, Daredevil's not real hot right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, we don't know if it, it, it's, it's same with Defenders. Like, people yeah. are watching it whether it's good or not. Yeah. So put out a you know, and, video and game. I don't know, put it up for twenty bucks on like the Xbox Store. Yeah. Like, people will say, eh, I'll buy it. Put out eh. a Defenders game, you know. top down, beat him up, so I can let Iron Fist die every time, and then just play it with three yeah. characters I like. You know, <laughs> I mean, he'll 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 figure out a way to screw it up. So you you know, you just totally. let, yeah. let nature take its course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dingo, <laughs> thank you for calling. Always good to hear from you, man. All right, later, guys. All right, take it late. easy. See you, Brian. Phone lines are open. The phone lines are open, and it works. Darren Neely in the chat, his favorite fictional sport is Blurns Ball from Futurama. Oh, Blurns Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Blurns Ball. Blurns that, Ball. That was a good one. I don't believe they ever set up any. I think the joke was it was like Australian rules football, where it's just like, no, 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 they're doing this now because this happened, and that guy was supposed to be over there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling Teach and Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? It's Phil. What's up? Yeah. Man, I'm sorry, it's who? Phil. You broke up a little bit. Phil Lee. What's Phil up? Phil Lee. What is happening? Phil Lee. The man who came Phil up with the question himself. Phil Lee. You better have a kick ass answer, bro. What do you got? Oh, for sure. Um, check it out. 
Back okay. in the day, Xbox had a game that me and probably four other people played. It was called Phantom Dust. Mm-hmm. Phantom Dust? Phantom Dust. It's a, it's a, you know what? It's free on Xbox Live now. You can download it, uh, play it old school, but it was this uh, kind of a, it was a card game made in a 3D space. So it was like Magic the Gathering. But instead of playing cards, you had an avatar like this, you know, video game character that ran around the board and it would collect little orbs. And the orbs would sometimes be energy or they would be like a special move, like a shield or uh, laser beams. You would be able to shoot lasers out your fist or something. Okay, okay. I vaguely remember this. I don't think I played right. it, but I think I had a friend that loved it. They're doing a Phantom uh, Dust remastered for Xbox yes, One remastered. right now. Yes, exactly. If you play the game once, you'll instantly think, why the hell isn't this a Doctor Strange game? <laughs> With you running around, collecting spells, yeah. and fighting other uh, magicians or whatever in the Marvel Universe. Or just like arcane, Wizard battle, man. arcane pieces of yeah. whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, man, somebody exactly. stole the eye. Somebody stole everything in the Sanctum Sanctorum. I got to go oh, find I, it all. It's so listen, dangerous. I, I got know? the story and everything. They can pay me whatever pennies or just make the game i'll be happy with that sure fair <laughs> enough <laughs> fair enough <laughs> like dr strange basically dormammu and the council of uh, all these dark sorcerers or whatever gather them all together khaleesi uh, what's the other one Mar- mordo yeah get all those guys together and they've stolen all the pages from the books of magic the dark hole uh the totally. all that and they've scattered them throughout the universe even uh the iron book uh, book what's that the book of iron yeah all that stuff they, they take in all the pages. Each page is a spell, and they scatter them throughout the universe. Doctor Strange has to gather all the pages. I love Bam. it. I love Man, it. That's a kick-ass idea. I yeah, it is. totally love okay. it. I'm 100% in, and I'm watching the remastered gameplay, and I need this. This looks really cool. <laughs> I'm telling you. This play it once, a... you'll be hooked. It looks like a Phil, of fun. Phil, is this the first time you've got called in? Yes. Phil, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. We just, like, you were, it was, it was just like, oh, Phil's calling. This feels like home. You know, like, this happens all the time. <laughs> this guy belongs here, damn it. So, you got to call. I've been with you guys for about a year or so. It's been great. Okay. Well, shame on you for not calling in earlier, but thank you. Your questions are awesome, Phil. We're using another one of your questions th- for the next week, too. So, love it. Oh, thank cool. you. Thank you for your call and your suggestion. And yeah, if they don't make a Doctor Strange game like this real soon, I'm going to start screaming. And hey, you know what, Phil? I'm just saying, like, if you pitch another question that's really good in the next week or so, you might be the next Goocher. I'm not guaranteeing it or anything, but I mean, you never know. Three in a row. You could you could be a Goocher, brother. There you go. (laughs) Phil the Gooch Gooch, Lee. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for your call, Phil. I got some other jerks that are trying to get through, so we'll talk to you soon. Okay, man. Goocher Lee sounds like an old timey blues man. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. (laughs) Caller, who this? Oh my God! It's a halfway to Christmas you miracle. You guys picked up my call. You gotta be it's kidding Ethan. me! We we <laughs> we badgered John Latrell uh, actually calling. Yeah, no, it's Ethan. Is it Ethan? You know, you know. I'll just call. It's it's Ethan. Oh, it I, is Ethan. I, it's I just Ethan. Calling, Ethan. You know, forty-seven times. He sounded like John. I'm sorry. Ethan, you fought hard. You beat back the other nerds. What do you want to rap about? This better be good. 48 is my lucky number. But I was calling in about the question of the week. Okay. So I have two uh, comics that I think would be great video games. So one, Black Science. 
I think would be awesome oh, cool. yeah. because there's Neat. so much variety. You could jump oh, to, through like a all Mass the other Effect dimensions style, and like fight all different kinds of creatures. I think Black Effect, my only problem with Black Science is it might be so intense that I have to like ask myself, do I want to play this right now? <laughs> you know, like, am I in that mood? There's times I read that comic book and I set it down, I'm like, God damn, <laughs> this is too much almost. <laughs> no, like, there's been, I think, two issues of Black Science that made me like tear up. It's like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty intense stuff. Cause, like, Especially it, the last issue they just put out, I was like, ooh, so. But that's Remender for me. So. Yeah, <laughs> Remender is like not afraid to just profoundly screw his characters. You know what I mean? Like, oh, where yeah. there is no way they are getting out of this one. And then they die horribly. And then somehow they're back. <laughs> and, the way, <laughs> and the way they got back is even worse, you know? <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> What's your second one? So the other, yeah, the other one I thought would be. Even more fun for me would be East to West. And Ooh. one, because I love the just art style and like character design of it. Okay. But because there's so many characters that you could constantly be jumping to playing different people and going to all the different worlds. And there's so many battles that are going on all the time. Yeah. Um, I, and then at the end, it would be cool if you had to then decide which character you're going to uh, actually play with to like uh, decide what the final battle is going to be. Obviously, the comic hasn't wrapped up quite yet, right. but that's what it's kind of approaching to. So I think that game would be so much fun. I think East-West as like a four-player massive like online, not massive, but online sort of like risk strategy type game. Where you like, oh, that's you cool. like build up your armies and you know certain territories and you move them into other territories, starting conflicts. And like maybe you can team up with other armies, but secretly you're going to wipe the other guy out when you're done with this. You know, like that could be fun. No, that's a great idea. Well, yeah, like, I think that game would be fun. And I think the art style, if you just try to recreate that just like it, I think it would work out really well. It would be kind of awesome. It kind of has that uh, anime. Uh, influence in Dragata's art. So. Definitely. That would be super cool. Nah. Yeah. Man, a property like East of West, you gotta turn that shit into a sci-fi fantasy Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, oh, too. Yeah. With, like, robot horses. Sure. And, like, don't give me that bullshit about a strategy game. What are you, 80? <laughs> no, I'm thinking, like, like diplomacy. Like that board game, you know? <laughs> I think it'd be fun as hell. Yeah, because there's nothing more fun than board games turned into video games. Oh, shut up. Some of them are fun. <laughs> Carcassonne, man. Carcassonne. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those are good those are good ideas though i like Uh, like when you said black science the first thing that popped into my head is like jumping from world to world in mass effect yeah like just exploring the multiverse or whatever fighting crazy monsters that are different from planet to planet it'd be cool too because it's not like grant mckay the main character it's not like he's some super powered guy and so to have like your character almost limited so you have to do like more puzzles and figure things out because yeah. you're just not smashing shit because you're just kind of a normal guy with like a ray gun like <laughs> yeah i really like it yeah that's a great idea all right Always i got some other jerks trying solve. to i think that'd be cool so we got some other jerks trying to well, get through here on the phone line. <laughs> thank you ethan it's always good to hear from you thank you for fighting and not giving up oh for you 
the world. You're a goddamn hero, Ethan. <laughs> I wish, wish there were more like you out there. You have a good one, all right, buddy? <laughs> you too. Talk to you guys later. Bye, Ethan. Okay, phone lines are open. I know there's still a couple of you that were crying about trying to get in. Come on. It's, I mean, it is 1230. I get it. I get it. But I was trying to give these guys a chance to play, you know. So we'll just start doing our answers. Can't believe Patrick Kavanaugh didn't And if you're still there, we would love to hear from you. I think everybody that was trying to get in got in. Phil and Ethan were the only two. All right. Um, We have a couple more voicemails, though. Okay. Let's have a look. We're getting them all out of the way. Man, that Phantom Dust, that looks cool as shit. (laughs) Yeah, I I looked up some images. It did look cool. very interested. Okay, we're going to the Gmail. I'm sorry, I had this called up and I and I nixed it on accident. So, oh, uh, come on! I know, I know. What is this amateur hour? Okay, I am seriously mm-hmm. thinking about picking up a PS4, by the way, because I want to play that friggin' Spider-Man game so bad. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. <laughs> uh, I saved up about $150 worth of gift cards over the course of a year. And I gave them to my, my wife, Michelle, and I said, I want a PS4 for Christmas. There are 50 bucks off at Christmas time. Here's 150 bucks to cover part of it. <laughs> uh, and like I told myself, I'm only going to play the uh, the PlayStation for like the exclusive games. Uh, that did not work out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I, I mean, I love Xbox. All my peeps were on Xbox. We all went to Xbox when PS3 came out because they announced it and it was 700 goddamn dollars. Yeah. Uh, because Blu-ray players were so expensive at the time. Um, but I was a huge PlayStation kid before that. No, and it's so you. nice to go back to that. I don't know why I'm resistant, and I'm thinking about it. All right, our last our last one comes from James Randall. He sent us an actual. Submission. It's been a little while. G'day, g'day, g'day. It's uh, Jimmy Randall here with my answer to the question of the week. It's been a very, very long time since I've submitted. Um, You know, life gets in the way, work gets in the way, and, you know, podcasts, comics, stuff like that. They're kind of the last thing on your mind. Um, But I'm back. I'm back, baby. And I have an answer to the question. Now, speaking of work getting in the way, Uh, My job is in video games. I work in video games. I work in specialty retail. Um, It's a a job. There's lots of freebies that come with it. It's pretty cool. Sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm not. There's not too much of a hobby there. I mean, it's my profession, but I don't... (laughs) Who am I kidding? It is so freaking rad, you guys. (laughs) Um, I tell you what, my mates, I got the PSVR, and when I was using it, the first thing that flashed in my mind was how cool... Would a Spider-Man game be on this machine? Like, flipping your way around uh, New York City using the motion controls would be such a rush. There there was the Spider-Man 2 game that was on the PS2, I believe, in the original Xbox that had the free roaming around New York that was amazing. The new Spidey game on the PS4, I couldn't be more excited for it. So that's it, my mates. I want to see a Spider-Man game on the PSVR. I think that would fulfill a lot of childhood fantasies. Um, not just mine, yours, I'm sure we're all nerds. We've all thought how rad that would be. Um, okay. So I guess last thing I want to ask you guys about is a bit off topic, but I've spoken before how I love musicals. I recently was lucky enough to see the book of Mormon in London. Yeah. It was about six weeks ago. Um, it's all I can think about still. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Have you guys seen it? And if you have, what were your thoughts? So that's it. Spider-Man PSVR book of Mormon. 
I'm back, baby. And now Jimmy is out. See ya. Oh, I was waiting for that. <laughs> the last sounded one juicy. sounded like it rattled a little bit. Yeah, it was juicy. <laughs> Jimmy. Welcome back, Jimmy. Good to have you back, We man. missed you. Totally. I did see the Book of Mormon, <laughs> and although I'm not a big musical theater guy, I thought the Book of Mormon was awesome. I thought it was completely excellent, and it's my favorite thing about musicals that I do like. I like some of the classic ones and stuff, and I like I like the funny ones. I like the ones that don't take themselves seriously. And this one did not at all. It was Trey Parker and Matt Stone wrote it just like a shot across, you know, the Mormon religion's bow, basically. And it was wonderful. Loved it. I haven't seen it. it I haven't was, seen it. It's so good. It was great. I wish I had seen it, though. It's so great. Now, a Spider-Man VR game. Here's the thing. I would puke. All over my house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just like, ah! Uh, ah! <laughs> the thing about VR uh, to me is it, it feels like a novelty that would get old really quick, like the Wii did, right? Uh, see, I think- like, I, I don't need a game where I have to like stand up and flail around. It's, it's not fun. It's where the world's going, buddy. No, it's not. It is. No, it's Full not. VR They're not going to stop making like console controller games. Just saying. No, it's a multi billion dollar industry. As soon as they can get full immersive 360 VR video gaming down, it's going to be the biggest shit in the world. Uh, you know what? If I can still sit down and control it with a device in my hands, that's fine. Yeah. But don't make me wave a wand around. No way, man. I want to go full Ready Player One. I'm running on my. Nah. On no my, like, way. Treadmill. I don't play video games to exercise, Punching Matt. Punching around. I'm kicking shit above me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Matt playing the Spider-Man game would just be him running around on the street. Yeah. Walk, running down the like, sidewalks. Hey. I'm going to take it easy, fellas. I can run real fast, though. I, I don't want to throw up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. I can't. I can't swing. Just no swinging for me. I wasn't really a roller coaster guy All growing right. up, you know. <laughs> I'll climb that building, but I won't look down. Okay, let's talk about our video games. Uh, okay, I mine yeah mine is uh, Baltimore, and it would be uh, kind of a Shadows of Mordor type of thing where yeah, yeah. Oh. where it'd be like open world. Okay, you're talking about Lord Baltimore, Lord Baltimore from uh, Mike Mignola from Mike, Mike Mignola's yeah. Dark Horse Comics, uh, and uh, you could like spend your time fighting all kinds of like crawly creeps, like giant rats, giant spiders, okay, witches, like like there would be like mini bosses as you made your way towards the. Red King. Gotcha. Right? So you would fight like semi-powerful vampires, shitty, weak-ass vampires. Okay. You know, every once in a while you'd run into a boss, which would be like, uh, like that, uh, wasn't there like a crazy, there was like a crazy artist that was making stuff in a theater, and then there was like, uh, you know, like a witch, and you know. That yeah. that would be yeah. that would be my game with the ultimate quest to find the van this vampire to finally get to the main vampire yeah yeah, yeah. I, I love it. it yeah I totally dig it I mean, that could also be like Castlevania type kick ass side scroller too suppose you know? so that would be suppose rad. so that would be super rad mm. Joe Patrick you got an answer yeah I'm dying for a good Superman game in the worst way How like do you do it, I man? don't understand the last time anybody tried to make a Superman game it was Superman sixty four. <laughs> On the N64, and it is, like, celebrated as one of the worst video games ever made. It's a pretty famous piece of shit. Uh, (laughs) And why no one has tried again to make a good modern Superman game, I I don't understand. And there's a rumor going around that Rocksteady, 
the company that made all the Batman Arkham games. Okay, I thought you meant Bebop's best friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, is is focusing on a similar open world style Superman game set in that same universe. Mm. Uh, and I I'd, I'd love for that to happen. That's like good. just the uh, like to be able to fly around. Can I fly into space? I mean, if that's part of the game, can I fly I, into space? Can I like like fuck this? I'm going to Thanagar. <laughs> uh, like, probably not. It's going to take but, a while, but I'm going to get there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wouldn't take him too long. Well, no, I mean, not too long, I guess. I don't know how far yeah, away I, I want a good to be. modern Superman video game and not one where it's like bullshit. Like. You have a hard time beating oh. up 10 thugs. You're Superman. Okay. Like it yeah. used to scale up. Right. Uh. You know, Superman games in the past, like there was that Superman arcade game, which is pretty fun. Sure. But it's just you like floating from left to right, right. punching guys. Right. And it's it's limited. I, I want like I want to be able to like have super hearing, supervision. I want to do the whole thing. So, yeah, Superman. Fair enough. I want an Iron Man game, but I want the Iron Man game set up like the old school mech warrior where mm. you are basically in the cockpit. You are in the suit, right? And you have a heads-up display in front of you and stuff like that, and you are controlling it as if you are Tony Stark in the suit doing stuff. Now, I want this set in the world of the Armor Wars. So you are fighting other guys in other suits. In other suits. And you can like unlock, when you beat like the Crimson Dynamo or something, you can unlock that suit and get in it and be like the Crimson Dynamo and play. Or you can, you know, unlock, uh, I don't know, Box from Alpha Flight or whatever. You know, like any of these rad Marvel robots. But it is a full-on immersive, and this could be a VR type thing. But in the game, you are in the suit having, like, mech suit combat, special weapons. You see things charging and stuff. Your VR talks to you. And they're like, you've taken too much damage from yeah, me. Right, I'm right, resetting yeah, yeah. whatever, you know. Or like, you know, that I loved those old Mech Warrior games where you like picked your mech, you put the guns on it and whatnot for the fight you're gonna have, and then you just like walked out into the terrain and you shot at other mechs. If you could do that with Iron Man armor and have a collection of Iron Man armor for different kinds of battles and shit like that. Well, yeah, because you gotta have to have Hulkbuster oh, and all that man. stuff. Man, you know, and, and could, this War is the kind machine. of thing where, like, people got super pissed at uh, Star Wars Frontline, is that what it was called? Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront, sorry. Because there was no story, and it was just, like, set up like, oh, you're running around Star yeah. Wars guys, and oh, I turned into Darth Vader for 30 seconds and killed a bunch of people. Now, you do the same thing with all the different Iron Man armors and bad guys in armor running around with different things. And it's just like a massive multiplayer murder game set in different, like a Hydra base or we're in the Savage Land or we, you know, like you pick where you're going to fight. You have several different guys. You can outfit X amount of points for your out for your, you know, gear to be like, I'm going to have a big fucking gun that I can fire once every 30 seconds or something, and then some littler guns that are just sort of defense or whatever. And then you've got like a character like Ghost where I, I can travel through walls and shit like that, and I can go intangible for a minute to dodge, you know, different damages and shit. Sort of like Overwatch yeah. meets Mech Warrior with Iron Man's outfit. Hmm. I think it would be fucking awesome. Hmm. 
so much fun. And, yeah. it, and it wouldn't have to necessarily be a cockpit view. You could, you know, you could do it like any other first person. Oh, but I like that. that. That made it a little bit more uh, yeah. techy. You know what I mean? Totally. And, and that would be a good fit for Iron Man. I think it'd be fun as hell. There was an Iron Man game uh, 10 years ago, maybe, uh, right around the time where Matt Fraction's Invincible Iron Man was coming out. And he wrote it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's not a great game, but you do get to fly around. And yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit fun. But yeah, like Matt Fraction wrote the script for that game. Yeah, see, I'm saying fuck the story. Don't try and capture that. Just just let us fight other mech suits. And that's all it is. It can be a $15 game that you download. I don't give a shit. (laughs) You know? Fun as hell. That was a good time. I had a good time. We had a good time today. We had a good time. Yeah, today. we talked about dinosaurs. Right. We talked about Batman. It's all right, man. We talked about video games. I hated it. Right. Uh, I could tell. All Joe right. was a little squirmy the whole time. Before we get out of here, though, Joey, we better ask these kids another question of the week so they can kick it around, come up with some cool answers. Uh, yeah, I have it. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, uh, sorry, I had it, but I had to go away from it to look at something else. Okay. One second, one second. Oh, my God. Another thing like this. You guys both did this today. All right, I got it. Uh, this question, the new question of the week, once again, comes from Phil Lee. Love this guy. Via the THN forums. What short-lived comic series should have run longer? Mm-hmm. So he's talking about a book that lasted, like, maybe less than 24 issues. Sure. Right, sure. And not something that was officially a limited series. Let's put a number on it. Let's say less than 24 issues, two years. That's what he says, okay. under 24 issues. I'm saying hard For example, Journey into Mystery from uh, Marvel Now. Oh, it was so good. Or uh, he he was a fan of Men of uh, Men at War, which was uh, one of the first New Fifty Two books. Oh, that was uh, the one with dinosaurs, right? Um, it, it was it more had... like they were fighting superpowered terrorist threats. Okay. Um, his answers, though, his official answers are. Why don't we zero? Why don't we that's say that's X E R O, which was a '90s so DC book written by Christopher Priest. I don't remember. Uh, which is an excellent book. And Hero, Zero and Hero. That's funny. Huh. Uh, that's H. Dot E. Dot R. Dot O. Oh, it was the dial H for Hero? Right. Yeah. Uh, which we both agree is a fantastic book. That was written by Will Pfeiffer. It was awesome. And Dan Slott's uh, very short-lived Thing series at Marvel and Next Wave. Fair enough. Uh, both are great examples. Yeah, those are all great examples. I, that Thing series is very good. It was good. I loved that. It's too bad that I would still be reading that today. It was too much. Fun. It only lasted like eight issues. So there you go, kitties. Like I said, you can call us at 402-819-4894. You can send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. And it doesn't have to be about comics. It could be about anything nerd-related. That is what we do here. We spread our wings and we fly. And you are welcome to fly with us, mm. like Superman and Lois Lane, and the original. like a butterfly in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so we had a good time. We'll have a regular show coming out on New Comic Book Days when it drops now, and we're discussing comics that land on that Wednesday. Whoa, that makes it must Whoa. listen stuff. Okay, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how we do it either, and I can't tell you. So <laughs> for now, we got to get out of here. This is the two hundred nerd. Bye. Shut us down, I say. <laughs>